Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. We're already halfway through January. Cannot believe it. Crazy. I was looking at the schedule, you know, writing stuff down, and I was like, OMG, we are almost at the end of the month. Next week, it'll be like the end of January. It's crazy. So this is episode 163. Very exciting episode planned. We were chatting, chatting before, and I was getting all excited. So can't wait. So um, also, we have started a new teaching series. A lot of you guys know that we started doing these teaching series where we get uh, we get a guest to commit to a couple of weeks, a couple of episodes, and it's the same time, multiple weeks in a row. So it can be two in a row. In this case, all of them have said yes to four in a row. So we do four parts. So last week we started an amazing series. It's our first teaching series of the year. It's series six, which means we've done five other ones before this one. Series six, Understanding Healing, and we've got Ivana Tia on. We did part one of four last week. Tomorrow is going to be part two of four. And it's been, it, guys, it's just great. Like she's an amazing teacher, really uh, brings in that Western mindset and Eastern mindset um, in terms of how people understand the Bible, um, Middle Eastern context as well. She's Egyptian. Uh, so really great, you guys. Um, I absolutely loved last week's episode. It's like a perfect way to start. 2023. So um, really foundational teachings, but even if you're a seasoned believer and you're like, been there, done that, I can answer everything, everything there is to say about healing, I would recommend you watch it. And also if you're carrying that mentality, I would, I would say that you probably need to watch it. <laughs> so um, yeah. Also uh, we are doing amazing efforts, well efforts over in Uganda. And now we've branched out to a couple other countries and that couple will probably be several countries this year. We'll see. I don't know everything. Steve, you know, is planning all that with Show Mercy International. Um, I hear little bits and pieces, but very exciting things planned for 2023. And all these efforts are done because of you guys. Uh, every single time you donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, um, a portion of these, the a portion of that donation will go towards these efforts. So all these efforts have been made because of you guys. So anytime you, even if you donated five bucks, 20 bucks, a portion of that went to these wells. So you can know, wow, that was, that was, uh, I, God used my donation. I felt like I was supposed to give to Elijah fire, but some of that money has gone towards these efforts. So we're going to play a quick video recapping, and then we'll get started with our amazing guest today. Amazing. Amazing. So, so exciting. I love this kind of stuff. This is the type of stuff that I did when I was in missions. So, you know, one of these days I should just like, re, you know, I'll have to kind of really jog my mind because it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I was in YWAM, but recounting some of the things that God did and all that kind of great stuff. So very cool things. God is always on the move and it's always so exciting and he's using every single one of us. So even when you don't know that you're being used, which is amazing. I know we're going to get up to heaven. See, I'm starting to like give a message now. Uh, <laughs> Christian's fist pumping. Uh, I, you know, you get up to, we're going to get up to heaven and I know we're going to be like, really that thing that I thought was the, probably the most, if I could rate the, the level of importance of events in my life, that was like the bottom. And that was the most important one. Uh, so it's so, uh, it just, we have no idea in the ways that God is going to use us. So, um, be encouraged, everybody. Even when you're feeling depressed or down, 
usually it's because you're like right on the cusp of something. You are doing something amazing that is integral and Satan is trying to make you absolutely miserable. So you miss out on what God has you doing. There's so many different things. Um, okay. We're going to just talk. Christine and I are going to talk. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know this guest, um, she's absolutely amazing. I absolutely love this woman. She's a, a wife. She's a mother. She's a content creator. And guys, she's rocking over a million followers on TikTok, which is, yes, I said 1 million, over 1 million. Crazy. She is also the author of the book, Hope in 60 Seconds. Let's give it up for my guest today, Christina Baker. Christina Baker, hi. Hey, Jeff. Always welcome. great to be here. Yeah, welcome to 2023, Elijah Fire 2023. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Last time awesome. you were on, it was you and Kelsey doing yes. the Christina Mas special, which was absolutely amazing. <laughs> I loved it. We had so much fun. Yeah. It yeah. was like we were going to keep going and it was like, okay, we got to go. <laughs> yeah. It can be kind of easy to do, you know, on this type of thing. I have to cut myself off sometimes. So I know with you and with Kelsey, you know, because the spirit of God comes and we were just talking about er that earlier with Kelsey. It's like you step into this, you step into the timeless realm when you're in the presence of God. So yeah. there's no, con there's no time. You're outside of time. That's why, you you know, people can be out in the spirit for five, six hours and it feels like a minute because you're in his presence. Mm -hmm. I love that about him. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today, Christina? Mm -hmm. Whatever. We're, let's see where the Lord leads us. But um, the Lord's really been ministering to me and my husband about resurrection. And we started off the year, you know, we like we all do we start off the year we're like lord you know what is this what is this going to look like right. yeah and the lord gave me john 11 so i oftentimes what i'll do kind of my process is the lord will give me a scripture a chapter a book books and i'll start to go down that path with the lord and then there'll be this this theme you know and um so john 11 the story of lazarus and the raising, just everything that happened in that story. I mean, there's just so many di different directions we could take it, but I really felt like God, like this was going to be a year where not only were we going to see, were we going to see the Lord raising up dead things, but God also bringing a lot of prayers that have been unanswered into into a place of fulfillment. And one of my favorite scriptures, you've heard me say this a lot, Jeff, is uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick, yeah. but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. When you think about resurrection, there's only resurrection when there's been death. And I was talking to, I was talking to Kelsey about this and she was like, Hey, you know what the number 23 is? I was like, no. And she was like, you know, it's the biblical number for resurrection. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? I was like, I've been studying Lazarus. This is crazy. God is, yeah. I, I don't study biblical numerology. I yeah, do I love know. it. But, but just the fact, you know, we all have a different process, but just the fact that the Lord is like, this is, this is what it is. This is what we're going to see this year. And so what does that mean for all of us? You know, Romans 6 and 23 for the wages of sin or death. Mm. 
but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ, Jesus Christ. So there's this parallel. And, and I think that that's where we get tripped up sometimes is that we see, okay, it's going to be resurrection, but God, I see death all around me. And it's the parallel of what the Lord is doing, yet what we are seeing in the natural and yeah. the choices that we're going to make in the midst of that. I really believe this year, Jeff, that we're going to be presented with divine choices as we always are. But I really mm -hmm. believe this is going to be a marker, a year that is going to mark us of like, choose you today whom you will serve. Choose life or wow. death. There it is again, life or death. Resurrection is life. And, and what are we going to choose? And I just, it's for those that are leaning into the heart of God and those that are just, God, I want, I want what you want. I, my heart, it's on the altar. My I really believe that it's going to be a year of prayers being answered, dead things coming to life and us experiencing his resurrection power. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And when you were talking about uh, resurrecting dead things, I heard both failure and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So those dead things wow. can be a result of failures. Hmm. It can also be a result of sacrifices, things laid upon the altar, things that you were like, take it. And see, that's the, that's the tricky part right there, Christina, is because sometimes us as Christians, like when we sacrifice something, when we give something up, when God tries to give it back to us, we're like, no, 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 no. And then we think that it's like our desire or our, you know, and it's like yeah. something that as I've gotten older in the Lord and matured in the Lord, realizing if you're making God your focus, if you're, if you're making serving God your focus, when those things come up and you know, you're like, it could be like during a time with the Lord and you're having like an amazing time. And all of a sudden he presents you with something and you're like, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. Yeah. I've been there many times. Oh, man. Yeah, same. And so I think that it's just making God our first priority, making seeking yeah. him our first priority. And then those things that come, they may come back in your life. You're like, well, that's interesting, you know? Um, and and it's important to keep, you know, when we always talk about like, okay, when God gives you something, it's important to keep an open hand. But when you give something away, it's also important to keep an open hand because God might take it right back and set it in your hand. Wow. He's done that to me so many times. Wow. Um, you know, where I'm like, God, please take this thing away, please. It's yours. I, you know, and he's like, all right, you can still keep it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. Wow. I love how you talked about the sacrifice and, you know, all of that. When you sacrifice something, as far as you're concerned, it's dead and it goes into the ground. But when the Lord resurrects that thing and he gives life to that his way and how he wants to do it, mm -hmm. I don't, that's one of the most beautiful things that we can experience as his children. That when you let go of that thing, you let that thing die, you let that dream die, you let whatever it is that that thing was fill in the blank. And for all of us, it's something different mm -hmm. where we let that thing yeah. go painfully. A lot of the times it's really painful because it's something that you desired or you wanted and you've had to let it go. Sure. But yeah. when the Lord comes in and he, he breathes on it and he raises that thing to life, it's one of the most glorious things that we can experience as his kids. 
And I believe that a lot of people listening here right now, you have had to let go of things, not just in 2022, but you had to let go of things many, many years ago and you gave up on it or you walked away from it. And in your heart, you knew that it was the Lord that was leading you into it. But for whatever reason, that thing had to die. Yeah. This year is going to be a, a year of, of divine encounter and of divine choice where you'll be able to make that. God is going to present some choices to you that are his will. And he's going to raise that thing to life. Mm. But it's, I, I, it, it's about setting our perspective in that direction, Jeff. It's, it's about setting our eyes on that. God, I'm going to believe you for this thing. I'm going to believe you to raise this thing back to life. And that can also be really painful. That can, yeah. because that means that you have to put your face out there again. Sure. And you've oh, got yeah. to kind of got to put your heart out there again of God, I'm going to trust you again. And maybe some of you are listening right now where God is calling you to trust him again. And the Lord is calling you to trust him with something that's died in the past. And the Lord wants to breathe on that thing in a new way. Yeah, come on. Come yeah. on. Well, and you know, there's a lot of people releasing words. I'm hearing two different types of words for 2023, actually, which is interesting. Um, you know, I would say yours. And then, you know, one that I've released is more life giving God breathing new life into certain areas and doing really, really, I mean, I'm excited about it, but what's interesting is other pro prophets that I really respect are giving a word about the condition that the world is going to be in the world, not the church, the world, and yeah. them saying that, Hey, the, it, it, things are going to get rougher. Things are going to get, you know, and so I'm sure there's some people that have noticed that as well and gone, well, which one is it? Well, as with a lot of things in the Bible, it's both. both. And I think that that's a really important thing that should encourage us. Like, okay, hang on. Like what God is going to do in the body of Christ is, you know, because you could look at it. And the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, you could see the state of the world and completely give in to fear mongering and whatever else and be like, well, that's why my vision is dying. Or that's why it got killed. Because look at the state of the world. Lord, take us home. Beam us up, you know. Um, and and that's actually the opposite of what God is going to do, you know. And it's like it's but it's about us making sure that we're aligned to his purposes. You know, because it's like, it's interesting because, you know, God could give you a vision for something, Christina, and then it, our flesh can kind of get involved, especially for those that are like real go-getters that are like, I'm just going to go after it. And then you completely like leave. Okay, bye. You know, bye God. And then you yeah. just, you know, and then you can burn out or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, uh, I made a mistake. God. Yeah. Um you know, and then you have to kind of surrender that back to him and allow him to go, hey, this is what I had in mind for. Yes. But sometimes that process between you surrendering that and you kind of getting the mandate to take that thing back up again can be days. It can be years. Yes. It can be, you know, somewhere in between. So, um, yeah, I think that um, that's important. Is, that's powerful. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, once again, it's that parallel. It's the parallel of the both that I see all of this, but that doesn't have to define our walk and our pursuit of the Lord's heart in our lives. 
-hmm. So what we see all around us may be death and grief and darkness and sorrow and the list goes on. But there comes that divine choice where it's like, but God, what what is my response to this in the midst of all of this? What is my right. response to death? Well, the Lord's response to de death is resurrection. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's response to hatred is love. And the Lord's response to apathy is strength in the Lord. And, and there's just, there's always this parallel of what we see, but yet what we choose and what he wants us to choose what he has for us, his will, because his will is always going to be, it's always going to be the glorious route. It's not going to be an easy route. Mm -hmm. And for anybody to sit here and say, this is going to be so easy. No, um, just meditating on this today, Jesus, Jesus giving us this, um, giving us this commandment of picking up our cross, denying ourselves and following him. Yeah. There's nothing easy about that. No, there's nothing no. easy about it, but it's going to be glorious. Well, that's it too, Christina is, um, there's literally nothing I can think of that's worthwhile that doesn't require some measure of difficulty to get to that place. You know, say it says some of you, God has prompted you guys to start ministries. So mm -hmm. I was just talking to a friend last night who's starting a ministry, you know, um, wow. and he's terrified. His flesh is what wants to be terrified, but he's like, I, you know, this has been a desire burning within mine and my wife's heart for a long time. And it's time wow. to do it, you know? And I've got some stuff on mine as well. And, and knowing like, Ooh, man, like I know there's going to be a point where God's going to be like, and go. And you're like, yeah. and go, can I have, uh, can I, can I have some, can I have some supplies? Some yeah. Resources. Can I no. like, you know, can I have a building? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and that's, I think that, um, but nothing worthwhile, especially in this next year, I just really feel like, I mean, it's time to just go after stuff. And, yeah. um, and that is going to require difficulty. It's going to require yeah. going through hard stuff, but you know, it's interesting though, because I've gone through stuff and it's never, it never looks the same every single time. It can be yeah. a difficult time, but someone on the outside may look at it and go, man, you got it. And I'm like, yeah. no. No, I don't. I really don't. You know, um, uh, you know, so it's not, it's never like the same, but you'll know when you're going through something difficult, right? Um, yeah. you know, it could yeah. be something on, yeah, like I said, on, on the surface, people could look at it and be like, oh, that's like Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's arrived or Christina's arrived, but like people don't see the, the, uh, the amount of times I'm on my face before the Lord. Yeah with stuff broken you know yeah broken so broken yep. desperate in need of him in need of him and i you know that i think that ties into why paul said what he said when he said you know he's asking for the lord to remove this thorn and the lord's like no my grace is sufficient for you mm. and the lord does not remove that thing that was afflicting him and different theologians say different things it was an illness it was a it was a person persecuting right. him it doesn't really uh -huh. matter whether it's in your body whether it's in your spirit whether it's in 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 the soul that you're being afflicted the lord will use those things to keep us 
in a place where we're prostrate before him and totally reliant on him that we can't do anything outside of him. And if he doesn't come, nothing happens. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. I'm sure you've said that many times, Jeff. God, if you don't come, yeah. nothing's ha- happened. They're not here to see me clearly because I have nothing great to say. Yeah. And they're done that. <laughs> nothing great to say. Yeah. But when you come, Lord, when you come, the mm-hmm. people have something. There's there's bread to be served. There's food that's going to be served. And I, I am very thankful that the Lord does keep us in that place of desperation. And that place, like you said, we're just like on our face, like, Lord, I need you to come. Because if you don't come, nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. And I think that a lot of the times we can give up because it gets so hard. And because, I mean, this road is meant to be really difficult, but his strength is, there's so much scripture. His, tr- his strength is perfected in our weaknesses. In Joel, let the weak say, I am strong. My grace is sufficient for you. There's so much that the Lord has given us as an arsenal in the word of God in those moments where we feel like we can't go on anymore. And in those moments where we feel like, okay, I'm giving out. And then it's at that moment where God steps in. Mm -hmm. And I know you've heard me say this before, Jeff, but when God becomes your only option, there's no better place to be. Right. When you run out of options, when you've come to the end of yourself, and if he doesn't show up, nothing happens. That's when he always shows up. He never fails. And, and it is the absolute best place to be. That's where Israel was in when they were leaving Egypt. They're staring at a body of water, and then all of a sudden, this the water stands up two sides, and they're walking on dry land. They're looking on one side, and it's water, a wall of water. They're looking at the other side. It's a wall of water. God made a way in their impossibility, and God made a way where they came to an end. Hmm. There was nothing else that they could do. And I do believe 2022 represented that for a lot of people. It was like, it was like the end of themselves, the end of like, I can't go on any further. And that's where the resurrection life of Jesus or the power of the Holy Ghost comes on us and into our lives and revives the things that are dead and revives the things that only God can bring back to life. I think it's about tackling, you know, okay, how do you encourage, how do you encourage someone, you know, when prayers are getting answered, you don't really have to teach anybody how to rejoice or how to praise God and how right. to run around. And yeah, we know how easy. to do that really well. Yeah, That's easy. But what do you do when the prayers aren't getting answered? Or what do you do when God's seemingly not coming through with your breakthrough like you expected? For me, it has been, I have this picture of like a little girl holding on to her father's leg. And that's sometimes how I feel with the word of God. There's been many moments where I've been at the end of myself and I hold my Bible and I hug my Bible because it's the only, like a prophetic of like, God, like I have nothing else to hold on to, but mm-hmm. I, all I have is your word. And the word that I've held on to in those moments is I love John 11 is, you know, we all know the story where Jesus, Jesus is given word that his friend Lazarus, who he loved had died. And Jesus could have left at that very moment. It was a two two days journey, but he waited. He waited to go. Now, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Wait a second. But you, I just gave you word that someone that you love has died and he waits. One of the things when, when I read the cultural context behind this, 
Jeff, I understood. It was like everything unlocked, you know, when you're reading the word of God and then something unlocks and then all of these other things unlock like in your past. And you're like, God, that's why you did that. Well, in Jewish, in Jewish culture, they believed that the spirit of a person would hover over the body for three days before it would depart. Hmm. Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that. That's the reason he didn't go right away. Come now. And Jesus is like, no, not yet. Because he knew he has a foreknowledge. And waits until the fourth day. But wasn't just like the fourth day of like, by that point, the body was dead and gone yeah. in decomposition. We'll Grody, way, okay? yeah. He knew that if he had raised Lazarus on the second or third day, what would they have done? They would have reasoned it in their own minds. Oh, well, his spirit was there hovering over the body. No wonder. He waited to the point of impossibility so wow. that no man could get credit. Man. And see, here's the thing with the Lord. We have to trust him when he's not answering. I don't know. Yeah. Why. I don't know who. I don't know where, when, what. But I trust you. I trust that what you're doing is for my good. I trust that what you're doing is Romans 8 and 28. He makes all things work together for the good of those that love and are called according to his purpose. No matter what it looks like, no matter how dead the situation is, if the prayers have gone unanswered, he knows what he's doing. And as simple and as cliche that might sound of like God has perfect timing, that's biblical truth. He is perfect timing and he knows what he's doing. Now, are we going to trust him? Are we going to trust him mm -hmm. that he knows that if he's waited until that thing is dead and gone and in a state of decomposition, that the God of glory and the God of resurrection can come and raise that dead thing to life and everybody will see that he is God. And I think just grabbing hold of that, okay, God, because a lot of every, every single one of us today, right now on this, on this, on this live, we have unanswered prayers. And are we going to fully embrace that revelation of like, God, I trust you no matter what it looks like mm. and letting go of any resentment or bitterness that's set in because those prayers have not gotten answered. Cause that's the thing that keeps us from moving forward. It paral bitter bitterness and resentment paralyze us. We cannot move forward until we let go of it. But when you let go of something, you've got to take hold You've got to take hold of the truth of the word of God and put it in the ground. God, I trust you hmm. no matter what it looks like. So I believe that that's what this year is going to, is going to be a lot of, um, I think we're going to see a lot of things that uh, we've never seen before, but we, I just want to remind all of us, have we not been anointed with the Holy Ghost to raise dead things to life. He lives inside of us. Yeah. We are anointed. We are anointed for this time to see the dead come to life. And I believe that that's what we're going to see so mm. much of in this year, Jeff. Come on. You know, it's interesting when you're talking about that. I thought of something, a story that I haven't, I haven't thought of in a while, actually. Um, and so when I was in YWAM, I had just gotten into YWAM. And, and for those who don't know, when you get into YWAM, which is a missions organization, it stands for Youth with a Mission. And uh, the entry level school you do is called a Discipleship Training School, and they're called DTS for short. Um, and so it's three months of, of lecture, and they bring in different guests each week um, and a different speaker. And, and so you spend a week with that, that speaker speaking all different types of things, hearing the voice of God, 
evangelism, uh, healing, like it, it literally wow. sky's the limit. And then you do two to three months of outreach in a foreign country. Okay. So, um, you know, so during that time, it, you know, everybody thinks when you get it's oh, a DTS is expensive. It's about 6,000 plus dollars. Um, wow. and, uh, I didn't have that money lying around uh, at 21 years old when I had yeah. just turned 21. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I had two roommates and we we're splitting rent, you know, so it was that we were all working part-time jobs because we we're poor and, and yeah. going to school at the same time. And, um, and so I went with like, I had like 20 bucks to put towards the school. Uh, it was that poor. Um, and, uh, and so you, you want to talk about walking the faith walk to see God provide for those. So I was doing everything in my power. I was writing every possible person and it's just interesting because the way it kind of worked is that, you know, person A and I'm person B, person A writes one person and they're like, hey, we're super generous and we're going to pay for your whole school. Whereas me, it was like person B was like, I would write, you know, I would write a hundred people and scrape up a hundred dollars, you know? So it was just one of those things. So as a result, you have all these people coming in with their own opinions saying like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. So naturally failure can come in. You're like, I'm not yeah. doing enough. And I'm like, but person A wrote two people and got their thing. I wrote a hundred and I'm, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, I just was feeling uh, misunderstood and all these things. So, you know, you're praying, you're spending time. Like I'm, I would sit there and this is after doing all the things I, I could possibly think of or pray. And I pray and I'd get a name and I'd write somebody or call somebody cold calling people is the worst, everybody. Yes, uh, yes. And so I'd <laughs> even cold call people and deal with the awkward conversation. Yeah. Uh, and um, especially here in the West, you know, people, you ask people for money and they're like, oh, how dare you? I was a telemarketer, um, Jeff. So I know. Oh, you calls. get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I would like sit, for hours, I would like sit alone with a trash can in front of me. And I would say, God, I've done everything. If you want to do something miraculous, like fill this trash can up with money. I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to just believe that it's going to happen. And it didn't happen. It would have been awesome if that was the end of the story. <laughs> we go through the lecture phase, three months. We're getting closer and closer and closer. Not all my money's in, not all my money's in. And I'm starting to feel really down. And I'm like doing everything I possibly could think of to do. And, uh, all of a sudden we reached the deadline and we don't, uh, I, it's looking like all hope is lost. Right. And it's me and this other guy. And this guy is, I was 21 and he was the oldest person in the school. He was, I think he was 42 Wow. native American from Montana hated white people. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, but he was there and he was there out of obedience to the Lord. Um, and he's surrounded by a bunch of white people, white kids, little, little white kids, 20, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds. Um, and so we're, we're sitting there and, and, um, you know, I'm just like, man, I, I don't know what is going on. And then one of my leaders comes up to me and he says, Hey, your, your stuff just got paid for. However, so we got like an anonymous donation, right? They took what? care of the rest of my school, which is amazing. The bummer part is that I didn't get to go because it was a, it was a, the mission trip was going to go to Cambodia for a month and then Thailand for two months. And because we didn't get the money in time, myself and this other guy, the uh, Native American, 
Um, we'll call him John. His name isn't John, but just for the sake of his privacy, we'll call him John. And, um, and, uh, both of us had to stay behind for a month and I was really bummed. I was like, I failed. I failed. I absolutely failed. And so I spent a time. So long story short, I'll kind of fast forward after the month. We're able to go to Thailand. It's amazing. All that stuff. Uh, we're able to come and I'm very enthusiastic. So, I, you know, I, they were all kind of feeling the slump of being in, in Cambodia for, for a, a month. And honestly, when you go to like a country like that, it's very spiritually oppressive and fatigue can weigh yeah. in. Um, and so we often look at things just physically, but there's also spiritual um, things as well. Yeah. Um, so the symptoms can be a result of spiritual things. So we get there and we're all like pumped and, you know, kind of breathing new life and everybody getting excited. And it wasn't until a couple of years, years later, that I realized even after all of that, I was like, God, why, why, why did it happen that way? Like, I still don't know. And this was years later. I was like, why did it happen that way? And he goes, it was because of John. He said, you, I wanted to use you in John's life because something that John said to me a couple of years later is he said, you know what? When I went to that school, he's like, I hated white people. Whoa, and, wow. uh, and he said it was through spending time with you. He's like, I can't say this about many white people, but I, he's like, I can't call many white people brother, but I can call you brother. And I was like, Oh wow. man, wow. Um, Oh my gosh. Wow. That's huge. And I realized in that mm -hmm. moment, I was like, I don't know anything, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we sit there and I'm so, even years later, I couldn't see that. And there's been a couple of times in my life where God has done stuff. Where I've been like, God, why? And he was like, it was for them. That one person, yeah. it was for yeah. them. Because wow. I, I love them that much that I wanted to. I wanted to. So I, I think if any of you are in a difficult situation where you're asking yourself, yeah. God, why? Do yourself a favor and say, get, get your, quit the navel gazing. And I'm not, I'm not being mean. I'm just saying we have, yeah. I get it. I do it too. We have a tendency to be like, why me? Why me? look up from the ground and start looking around yes. you yeah. because you may look in this moment and be like, God, why that was an, I uh, was a colossal failure. Look around you because there's probably some people I would, I, I would be willing to, to say this is a hundred, hundred percent of the time. There are people around you that God is trying to reach. Mm -hmm. And if wow. that thing had succeeded in the way you wanted it to succeed, you wouldn't be in a position where you are to impact those people for God to, wow. to touch those people. So it's huge. Wow. huge. That is powerful. And yeah. wow. Just, um, could you pray for that, Jeff? Could you pray for people maybe that are in that just beginning this year that if there is any why of the unanswered prayer or if any of that has said, and could you just, I feel like there's a lot of mm. just the faith that you carry sure. in that area specifically yeah. to bring some breakthrough. Yeah. Well, Lord, first off, we just thank you that you don't waste anything. There's no wasted motion with you. And even when we're in these moments of just like, why? And it looks like, I mean, you're filled with shame or embarrassment, um, depression. Yeah, um, sure. Those are all the things that the enemy's trying to do to get you to not see what's in yeah. front of you. Yeah. And so Lord, I just speak to that, that cloud of darkness, that cloud yes. of that that's clouding the vision. And we just, we, um, we see you, 
we see the plans of the enemies and God, I just pray for a fresh wind of God to blow yes. all that out of the way. Yes, I pray Lord. for clear vision now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. God, that you would give people the eyes to see what's around them right now. Yes, Because Lord. we don't, I, I've been in the situations, God, you know, I have where, where I, I didn't see clearly. Um, but God, I just, I, I, I want to think that you are gracious, you are merciful and you want us to get this. And so Lord, would you just, would you just give people, a, even if it's just a name, God, of someone they're supposed to be pursuing right now, God, that they would, they would see it, God, but that, that also yes, that Lord. you're not wasting anything that the Thank failure, you, you don't see it the same way, God, you don't see our failures as failures. Yes, Lord. And so, God, I just pray you, for, um, God, joy to return to your people. Thank you, Father. Purpose to return to the, your people, God, that, that, that you're not wasting our lives, that you're not saying, okay, well, now you're just going to sit here and do nothing. No, there's always something to do. And there's all, you're always using us. And your desire is to always use us. Thank you, Father. Yeah. And so, God, I just pray for peace over your people. I just pray for peace and for joy to return to your people. Yes. But also, God, just the drive, God, to get up on their feet. Yes. Even Lord. if that's it, even if that's all they can do. And they're like, oh, I shifted my perspective by standing up and now I can see, you know? Yes. Um, but God, that you would give some people that just are like, I can't get up off the ground. I am that, I am that burnt out. I am that weak. Thank God, Lord. that you would just give them enough enough energy to even just stand up god father yeah thank you lord and lord for those that are going through a silent battle that only you know we just pray lord just as jeff prayed we just agree with that lord we ask for a strength to come upon them mightily right now that the past would be the past and that they would press on into all that you have in their future, Lord. That as they step into the fullness of what you created them for, mm -hmm. I thank you that the joy of the Lord will be their strength. Yeah. Father, I pray that you would unhook and detach any regret, all shame, yes. all regret, Lord, all, um, Father, any guilt or condemnation, every weight, Holy Spirit, we just pray that you would come to lift every weight, lift every burden. You are the lifter of their head, God. And we ask right now, Lord, that you would come and burn away everything yes. that is not of you, God. We ask that the purifying fire of your presence would come, Lord, and take up residence on the inside, Lord. Do what only you can do, Jesus. And we thank you that your yoke is easy, your burden is light. God, we pray for a clean slate in 2023. For everybody listening to this prayer, we ask right now, Lord, would you come and lift every burden right now? Would you come and wipe, wipe clean the slates of the past, the slates of last year and of past years? And we thank you for the new beginning, Lord. Mm. Yes, in jesus Lord. name yeah you know before the before the show today christina you and i were talking about um you know I, we were talking about going through hard things and i said that there's a 
I, I find myself, um, I would say nine times out of 10 in a place of just going, you know what, God, let's just let whatever it is you're wanting me to deal with in this difficult season, at least in my eyes, that looks like a difficult season. Yes. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Let's deal with it because I don't want to do it over. I don't, I don't want to have to repeat this. Mm. And we've talked about this a lot on the show. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's something that God highlights because I know there are people and there are new people who are yeah. going through this and I get it. Um, but man, whatever it is you're going through, especially if it's do yourself the favor. Um, I, if I've ever, if I've ever been in a place, a mentality of it's all their fault, it's not my fault at all. It's for a moment because, yeah. man, if you stay there, oh, yeah. wow, like, yeah, it, wow. A lot of the times that is fueled by trauma. It's fueled by yes. pain, and if you can take that pain and just let it go, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna get the break for your breakthrough you're looking through, be, uh, looking for because that trauma fuels this cyclical kind of behavior or style where you just like, man, God, like why this is my, this is my year or this is my, my break. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. And it can be self-sabotage. You don't even know it's self-sabotage, you know? Um, And so if we can just reconcile that, if we can, if we can take that pain and we can surrender that to the Lord, like we will get our breakthrough. Your circumstance might not change right away. Okay. It might take a couple of years still, but if your heading is the Lord and to go burn it all away, like burn all of it away. You know, yeah. I quote Psalm 139 a lot. Search me, God, and know my heart. Yes. Thank Test you, Lord. Me. You know, and it's just like that. That is, uh, and you know, see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Like it's an acknowledgement of God. If there's anything inside of me, burn it away. If there's anything that is not of you, if there's anything that is not leading me on the path of righteousness, burn it away. Yes. And look, are there circumstances where people are 100% the victim? Absolutely. But I think people conviction is a, is a, if, if, uh, yeah, people conviction is, you know, you know it. You know, like if, if there's an area where you need to change, you're going to know it. That's it. Um, and my advice is just to give that to the Lord and be like, Ooh, Lord, this was my one, this was my ACE in the hole or what I thought was the mm-hmm. ACE in the hole against this person. This is what I thought was going to be the thing that I could hold on to is my revenge. It was my, and the only person that's held prisoner is you. And, um, you know, walking in that path of even forgiveness and, and healing from trauma uh, being brave enough to to open that part up to the Lord, yeah. I get it. That does take that does take some courage, um, you know. And I I um, you know I've shared this story before, but I was in a relationship that was I don't know if you can call it a relationship, but it was just a, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and I was I was hurt. And I remember I was sitting in India in a rickshaw, and I was like, God, if they would ju- if she would just apologize, I could move on. And God said something that was a bitter, 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 bitter pill. He said, Jeff, you need to forgive her as if she's already said that because she's not going to say I'm sorry. Mm, wow. And that really stung, but I knew that it was the right thing to do. I mean, obviously God wow. was talking to me, but, uh, and that actually led me on the path of healing and 
uh, very shortly after that, I met Lauren, who's my wife now. So she was, you know, and that's, you know, we don't do those things to be like, if I do this, God, you will give <laughs> right. me a wife. If okay. I do this, God, you'll give me a house. If I do this, God, you'll give me a better job. No, that's not why we do these things. However, yeah. blessings do tend to follow yes. that obedience. level of surrender and that obedience. Yes. You know? Yes. And it, I really do feel this, this thing has been imprinted on my heart for this year, Jeff. If there's anything that is hindering the presence of God and a total surrender, a total yielding, it's time to, this is the year for that. It's time to let it go. Yeah. It's time to walk away. Maybe you're listening to this right now. And there are some things that, and, and even as I'm speaking, things are coming to mind. That the Lord has been pulling on your heart that it's time to let it go. And it's time to walk away. This is the time to do that because he wants to entrust you with all of the things that he has for you. But a lot of the times with blessing, God, God does not give us, he withholds some things until we're ready. And if we can't handle it, he's not going to give it to us. Yeah. You don't want it if you're not ready. You don't trust me because it will destroy you. Yeah. It will destroy you. I know we've talked about this before, Jeff, of like just praying that prayer of God, if I can't handle it, do not give it to me. Please do not give it to me because you know what I can handle and you know what I can't handle. And we know so many stories of people that receive things that they just could not handle. Maybe instead of waiting on God to open a door, they busted the door down and that blessing air quotes overtook them and destroyed them. Mm -hmm. God wants to open that door once again in the right timing, even though it may delay good things take time in the kingdom. They do. Sometimes God does, does things where we're like, well, that happened overnight. Most, most stories that I hear like that, when you start to hear the backstory, it was like 40 years of trials, dying to self, yeah. picking up the cross. There's like all these stories. You're like, whoa, that, that really wasn't what I thought it was. And so allowing for the Lord to open those doors for you. But if there's something in your life, this will be that year of just letting go of things that are holding us back. If there's something that's keeping you, maybe... You know, it could be something small, it could be something big, but even, even as I'm speaking, things are coming to your mind. There's distractions. There's things that the enemy has sent your way to distract you from what God has set in front of you. God wants to remove those distractions. He yeah. wants to remove those distractions so that you can step into the fullness. I talk about this a lot about stepping into the fullness and it's not about us, Jeff. It's about him yeah. and Jesus getting his, his full reward through us. It was the joy set before him that he endured the cross. He saw us. He saw us. We were the prized possession. We were what we saw that that allowed, that gave him the strength to keep on moving and to and and to get up on the cross. So what is that thing that is holding? What is that thing that is holding you back? I want to pray for that right now. If there is, yeah. it could be, like I said, it could be something so small. It can be an addiction. It could be a person. It could be a relationship. It could be something that is distracting you from walking in the fullness of the calling that God has for you. So we're going to pray for that right now. Mm -hmm. And as you just, whatever it may be, right where you are in your bedroom, in your house, at your job, wherever you are listening, say it out loud. 
say it out loud and tell the Lord, I'm letting this, I'm letting this go today. I'm not going to go into another year with this thing anymore. And just as Jeff said, there's something about, there's something about the letting go that when you let go, God puts something greater in your hands. Mm. Always. It's just who he is. Mm -hmm. So you don't do it because, oh, I'm going to get my blessing, but you do it because Jesus, I love you. And I want to live my life poured out for you. Me living my life poured out for you requires a surrender and a yieldedness that I'm willing to let go of everything and let everything burn on the altar. Let my heart become an altar for you, that your presence would come, Lord, with your fire and mm. consume everything that is not of you. Yeah. So let's just pray that right now. Yeah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you that because of your death, we live, we live with you. And Lord, right now, we just lift up every single person that is ready to let go of some things that are holding them back. God, we ask right now for a grace to come upon them mightily. Yes, Lord. Lord, every distraction, we command it to leave in the mighty name of Jesus. Every Lord, every other lover, every other golden calf that is fighting for their attention right now, mm -hmm. God, I ask you right now to burn it all away, Jesus. Just burn it away. We ask you, Lord, that you would come with your presence, that you would come with your fire, and that you would consume them, Lord, with your love today. God, we thank you for what you have set before them. And Lord, I thank you that your dreams your dreams, Lord, you've put into all of our hearts. And there are dreams inside of every heart that is listening to the words of this prayer, Lord, that you want to fulfill. And you want, Lord, you want to bring, you want to bring the thoughts and the plans that you have for them into its fullness in their lifetime. So I pray right now, Father, that people would just begin to pick up their mantles again. I pray that you would remove every distraction, remove every weight. Yes. Father God, we ask you right now to break the power of addictions right now. Yes. Break it in the name of Jesus. Lord, for cigarettes and porn, any drugs, Lord, anything that is holding them back, we ask you to snap that thing in the spirit, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit to raise dead things to life, Lord. So we ask for resurrection life to go forth into every heart. God, we ask you to bring, Lord, marriages and relationships. I'm just hearing that right now from the Lord. Mm. There's marriages that need to be restored. Maybe you've been contemplating walking away. And I don't know who for who this is, but I just hear the Lord saying, get back up again mm. and try once again. There will be grace. There will be grace for this relationship that will come, that will be outside of your human effort. Mm. So we thank you for that today, Lord. We ask for the restoration mm. of marriages mm. and relationships, Lord. We pray that children would come on home. Mm. Prodigals that have run away from you, Lord, we just call them back right now in the name of Jesus. If yes. that's your son or daughter, I want you to call them out in the spirit right now. Just call their name out. Raise your voice like a trumpet. And that your faith would reverberate all the way back to wherever your son or daughter is. Lord, we just call them in the mighty name of Jesus. 
And we thank you, Lord, that right what you're doing right now is you're restoring the hearts of the children back to the father and the father to the children. Lord, we thank you for a restoration in in this hour. We thank you that 2023, Lord, your bride is becoming stronger. Your bride is is becoming one with you without spot or blemish. So Holy Spirit, we just pray, would you move? Would you move and revive dead bodies? Would you move and revive, Lord, those that have felt dead inside and lost? Would you come and revive them, Lord? Revive them in this year that this will not be another year where they end it in failure or feeling defeated, God. We just pray for an anointing over every person, Lord, to believe you in faith. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Man. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. This is this was great. Um, just kind of, I guess, in closing, there's something that you were saying, how you were like, God, if I'm not ready for this thing, I don't want it. And I I um that really stood out to me because and look, I'm not condemning anybody who's prayed this prayer of God, uh, I don't want this until I'm ready, or like basically like kind of flipping it and saying like, God, until I have all my ducks in a row, don't do this thing. Yeah. There have been some exceptions. I'm sure of very righteous men and women who have prayed that prayer and been like, God was like, okay, yeah. All right. But in my experience, that is 100% not the case. (laughs) And in, and in the experience of a lot of people I know, that is not the case. I, I feel like that, what you said is an example of God. Don't give this to me until you know, I'm ready for it to me is a better because it takes all the control. And in, in my mind, it, at least in my mind, it maintains his sovereignty. It maintains his lordship over my life. God, that I know that you know me better than I know myself a lot of times, all all the time. You are going to know when, even if I don't feel ready, you presenting this as the option for me. I know is going to, uh, and that's the other thing too. Okay. I, I just, I, maybe, maybe I'm hearing this in the spirit is there are some people that are being presented with options and you are f- afraid. You don't know what the right option is. You're like, but God, what if I'm not ready? And what if this is a test? And what if this is look, I talked about this a lot on the show. I would continue to talk about this. If you make a decision and you are genuinely trying to hear God, God is not going to sit there and be like, so good. Oh my goodness. Uh, Mike, he, he, you know, he was supposed to say no to this and he said, yes, he's a colossal failure. I've turned my back from you, my son. You are no longer one of my children. Right. You passed, you failed the test and I'm never going to give you an option ever again. No, God, it wants right. you to understand. He wants you to hear his voice. He wants, yes. and there's so many distractions. And the fact that you, Mike, maybe there's actually a Mike out there that's in a situation, but you, Mike, are choosing to hear God in a world where there's a a cacophony of noise, a cacophony of all these different things vying for your attention. um, And you chose to go, do you know what? No, I am going to, there's a mic on Twitch. How about that? That you, that's awesome. That you, yeah, that you are actually saying, no, you know what? I'm going to listen to God. I'm going to make it. Do not stop. Even if you feel like it was a failure, we talked all about failure and how God doesn't waste it. Do not stop 
pursuing God's voice and making an effort to turn your ear towards him because there are so many distractions. And the fact that you are choosing to listen to God in a world of, of distraction, do you know how much that blesses God? And he's like, Ooh, Mike, keep going, man. Ooh, yes. Yes. Mike's my guy. Here we go. (laughs) Um, So just let that be an encouragement to everybody, not just the Mike uh, Mike's out there. you know, that, uh, this is a process and, and I, I hadn't heard enough people talking about, Hey, sometimes when you pray for things, you're going to pray for it and you're not gonna feel like anything's changed, or you're going to have to continue to encourage yourself sometimes multiple times in a day because you want to give into fear over something. That's okay. The fact that you're choosing to, to align yourself with prayer and you're choosing to run to God instead of just falling into a pit of despair so good makes all the difference yes and yeah so so good and having the attitude that the hebrew boys did when they stood in the fiery furnace mm. and they made a decision we've talked about this before jeff but this is the posture that the lord desires of our heart is having the posture of god even if you don't do it i'm not going to bow down to the God of hopelessness, the God of fear or whatever it is that's staring me back in the face right now that I, I want to die on the hill of, I believed God, even until I took my last breath, I would rather die in faith and meet the Lord and just, Lord, I believed you until my very last breath, than to die complaining, resentful, bitter, because I didn't see God do what I thought he should do in the time that I thought he should do it. I want to die in faith. I want to, like Paul said, my, my, my hand stretched out. I press on towards the mark, the high Mm -hmm. calling. This is the posture that the Lord desires of us has always desired of us. But I really feel like we're going to see so many opportunities for this, this year, Jeff, to choose that no matter what we see, no matter what we hear, no matter what happens that we choose to trust him. Yeah. Amen. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Hard. Absolutely yes, it's hard, hard. But it's hard. exciting. And again, there's reward. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing difficult. Anything worthwhile is going to be difficult. It's going right. to have some measure of difficulty. So, yes. yeah, you know, just, and I mean, marriage is the same way. Like, it's not like People are like, oh, well, you and Lauren have a lot of interest. I'm like, we fight like normal people, like normal people. (laughs) Yeah, because we're normal, you know, and, uh, you know, but, you know, that's a whole I'm opening a huge can of worms. It's like another episode in and of itself. (laughs) But um, I have a lot to say about relationship health, both platonic and and romantic. Um, But yeah, so. Okay, Christina. You have a book. Talk about the book. You can plug social media, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, my book is called Hope in 60 Seconds, Encountering the God of the Impossible. Um, and it's basically just just my, my life, you know, just 10 chapters of 10 impossible situations and God showing up. I always said this, like, Jesus was the knight in shining armor and i didn't even know he was there he would just ride mm-hmm. in on a horse because that's mm-hmm. who he is and he's that for all of us um mm-hmm. 
And I'm on TikTok, under my name, Christina Baker, and Instagram, it's it's Christina Baker, and Facebook, Christina Baker, no H. I'm always encouraged by your prayers. Whenever I see one, I stop and I just, I receive the prayer. I agree with the prayer because it's always so <laughs> great, you know. Um, did you ever draw the connection? Because when I saw the title of your book, Hope in 60 Seconds, I thought it was because you did TikTok videos and you bring hope to people. Uh, and usually like TikTok videos are really short, yeah, 60 seconds max. So I thought it was that and it wasn't, but it works. So. Well, someone asked me, uh, what is it about your story that is giving people hope in less than 60 seconds? And we were having this conversation, uh, with a couple friends and it was like, that's it. Hope in 60 seconds that he doesn't need a lifetime. God doesn't need a lifetime to move in our lives. All he needs is a moment of surrender and a moment of yieldedness. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, we don't know the timing, you know, God will step in and we don't know the timing of all that, but, but just he can do what we could do in a hundred years. He can do in one second. And Come it's on. just, God, I believe you. That's right. Amen. Amen. This is a great, this is a great episode. It always is. The Lord comes. <sighs> That's what it feels like, you know, just a big, big breath. I know. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. All right. So everybody, you can contact Christina. You can you can DM her uh, on Instagram or whatever um, and give her testimonies if something she said really brought breakthrough or prayer or whatever. We love to hear those testimonies. You know, it's like we'll do it regardless of testimonies, but it does. They do mean a lot. So um, yeah, shower do. her with love, everybody. Um, so, okay. I think that's our, that's our show. Everybody have a blessed Tuesday join it tomorrow. We've got part two of four of understanding healing with Ivanatia. going to be absolutely dynamite. So looking through the notes and they're just jam packed you guys. So you do not want to miss that. That's at 2 PM Pacific time, 5 PM Eastern time tomorrow, Wednesday. And then also elijahfire.com slash donate. All that money goes towards keeping this free, accessible. There's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes, but also a portion of that will go to the well efforts wherever they go we're expanding doing amazing things digging a new freshwater well every three days which is insane wow. so uh, and we're gonna i know steve's i think he's already talking about shortening that day uh shortening the time between wells so again so um very exciting you guys just know that all those efforts are made possible because of your guys's donations so god bless you guys and we will see you tomorrow with part two of four of understanding healing with ivanity okay bye this has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 